0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 194, Your Future Self. Meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to listen. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom so you can help your kids be imperfect too. And, and have, have harmony, harmony in the home. So you will believe today's topic and the irony of it because Your future self is something that I learned when I went through coach certification and it's all about hooking up your future self. And so one of the things that I do to hook up my future self is I record podcasts in advance so I'm not scrambling the morning of or the day before to record something out of obligation. I wanna always record things out of abundance and out of love and out of thinking versus I have to put something out there. So one of the ways that that helps me is to record in advance. So I recorded this podcast episode in advance, and then my wonderful editor said to me, Kelly, I don't know what happened with the sound. I don't know if you were underwater scuba diving, but the sound is not usable. You can listen for yourself. And I listened to about mm, three seconds and it sounded like I was underwater while being electrocuted because the static and the far awayness, even though that's not a word, you know, I like to make up words, was redonkulous. So today's topic we're talking about is very perfect for B minus. We're also going to be talking in the coming weeks about pivoting and playing double dutch while you're parenting. And the future self is a concept that I love thinking about and love helping clients think about because I don't think it's a concept that we talk about enough. And it comes very natural for kids and it came very natural for us when we were younger. When we're in second grade, we're thinking about third grade. When we're in third grade, we're thinking about fourth grade. And what we do in third grade creates building blocks to leapfrog into the next grade. So it comes very natural. And then all of a sudden we hit 25 and everything just falls by the wayside. All of that future thinking gets so consumed in the current thinking and the past thinking because the brain is now crystallized and it's like, yep, I'm set in motion. I wanna keep doing what we've always been doing. Even if it's not good, kelbel we're gonna keep doing it. So we use our past failures, our past traumas, our past pain as evidence of why we can't complete the next thing. Or we use it as evidence as why we can. Because if we've done it before, the brain has a point of reference to go to And it feels a little safer to go after that goal because it's done it before. But if it's something new, which is most of adulthood, that's when the brain starts to spaz and freak out. And that's okay. It happens to all of us. And I love this quote by Slam Lamont. He says, you better be grateful because I don't feel like doing any of this. And he's talking to his future self. Future self, the concept is hooking up yourself and doing things now to hook yourself up. Because it's either what we talked about in the Pain now and pleasure later, or pleasure now and pain later, and that could be skipping a workout, eating the Twinkies, over drinking, over smoking, staying up late. I always talk about how my night self and my morning self. It took decades for them to get along and to hook each other up because I was so focused on my morning routine for so long. I just got to get up earlier. I got to get up when the alarm goes off. I can't hit. I can't hit snooze over and over. Why can't I do it? What's wrong with me? I have no discipline. And then I had this eureka moment, I was like, wait a minute, it's not about what time I wake up, it's about what time I go to bed, which is harder for me to shut off, wind down at night than it is to wake up in the morning. So if I focus all of my energy and my discipline on the night before, then I can hook up up my future self in the morning, my morning self, and have her back, so to speak. And so that's kind of like the same concept of like getting stuff done the night before. If you've ever done your kids' lunches the night before, or you've laid out your clothes for yourself or your kids, or you've taken a shower, so you just have to wake up in the morning and not shower in the morning. If the backpacks are packed up the night before, you're not scrambling in the morning looking for homework and binders. So that's the smaller version of your future self. Now, when you look on a bigger version, you have to think about yourself from a place of in the future versus always looking on the past self of how you were raised, messages you got when you were growing up. That's what the brain does because it always goes back to the past to say, yes, I can do this or no, I can't. But what you get your real power is creating a future, a re- relationship with your future self versus your past self. You still have that relationship with your past self. So then you're sitting on this bridge in between the two and you can look back and see your past self. And then you can also look forward and see your future self. It's a very intangible way of thinking about it. But when you do your relationship with yourself gets stronger and stronger because you realize your relationship with yourself sets the tone and dictates all of your other relationships. It's the most important relationship you're going to have because the way you talk to yourself, the way you have your back, the way you step out of your comfort zone, the way you blow your own mind. And so it's important to kind of like download these thoughts and think about how you're thinking about yourself and write a letter to your future self. Write a letter to your past self. Think about all the stuff that you have been through and that we have been through and like high five him or her. Like you have been through some stuff and look at you now. You're still standing. You're still showing up and dusting yourself off and showing up, whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in your relationship with your kids, your relationship with your body, whatever it is that you're most proud of, start there and focus on that. And give yourself a little wink, give yourself a high five like, "Yes." And then from that place you can create a relationship with your future self where it's now becoming your past self, and then you come from a place of standing in the middle between the two. And you're not constantly beating yourself up for the you're not constantly beating yourself up for the past where you can start hooking your future self up. And when you do that, then you look at your past self and there's not so much guilt and shame. So when you think of your future self, like your best friend, how much are you showing up for your future self now? So you have that enriched relationship when you get to that spot. Now it's very easy to see between the night before and the next morning. Now go even bigger and think about whether you're thinking about weight loss, the body you want to be in six months from now, or the business you want to build, or the house that you want to live in. Whenever I go to not do the thing, especially in the house, I mentally think to myself, leave it the way you want to find it. That goes in my mind over and over and over when I say, oh, I'll just do it later. And then I snap myself and I step into consciousness. And I say, leave it the way you want to find it. Meaning, do I want to put the clothes away now? Absolutely not. But do I want to come back to it? in a couple of hours or the next day? Absolutely not. Do I want my closet to turn like the turn into a monster that I can't control? Absolutely not. So leave it the way you find it is a mantra that helps me. That's something that helps me. That doesn't mean it's necessarily gonna help you, but find something like that to step into consciousness, whether it's with your business, whether it's with your side business, whether you're trying to open an Etsy shop, whether you're writing a book, whether you're trying to lose weight, Whether you're trying to have a tidier house, cook healthier meals, save more money, saying no now so you can say yes later, saying no to all the little charges so you can make a bigger charge later on. When we were saving for in vitro, we had to make so many little decisions of no's that led to that big yes. And I'm so proud and so happy of my past self that she hooked up future Kelly, this is back in the day, so we could do IVF. And so we could have the life that we have now. But that was really hard. Dave and I were going when we would go out to dinner, there was no Outback, Caraba's, Chili's. It was like we're going to Moe's. Welcome to Moe's. You guys have a Moe's. It's like a little counter service Mexican restaurant cuz we love Mexican. And we would split the quesadillas. And chips came free and salsa came free. If we got guacamole, it was like $1.50 extra. Now, $1.50 doesn't sound like a lot, but what we were doing is we were going on a financial diet so we could pay for in vitro and not go into crazy amounts of debt and then have kids and then have all this debt on top of it. And in vitro is not cheap and insurance didn't cover a penny of it. So we knew if we wanted to do this, we needed to do stuff in advance to prepare for our future self. Now that's so back in the day, But you can have that relationship with your past self the way you hooked yourself up. If you're doing the hard inner child work and you're looking at your past and you're trying to detach your ego and you're reparenting yourself, that is very hard work. However, it's very worth it for your future self and your future relationship with your kids. So this stuff really matters because so many times when I was going through the process and I was in the river of misery, I'm like, it's just so hard. It's just so hard. It's just so hard. And then it wasn't. It was still hard, but it wasn't as hard. Going back to the yelling and screaming was definitely harder. And when you hook up your future self, the stuff you're doing today is going to be dull. It's gonna be boring. It's gonna be monotonous. It's gonna feel like it doesn't matter. You can think about your teeth health, about flossing and doing mouthwash on a regular basis, obviously brushing. You're hooking your future self up to have healthy teeth and not having cavities or dentures or root canals. The exercise you're doing now today is not for today. It's for your future self and to create that big mo and create that streak and that create that consistency and that inner pride. The sleep you're getting the night before and having that relationship with your future self of going to bed early or shutting off screens or having a bookend to your day where you're not staying up so late, where you're dragging the next day. That's you hooking up your future self. Sometimes the night before I'll set out my my water, I'll set out my pre workout drink, I'll freeze ice the night before so I have cold water after my runs. And I'll put it in the garage freezer and the garage fridge. So when I'm leaving, I will hook my future self up by doing that little itty bitty thing. But when I'm getting out the door, it's the best. And I'm like, thank you, past self. So that's in those moments when you feel that reward of hooking up your Future self, you can thank your past self, and then you have a relationship with your past, your future, and your present. And you kind of high five her, and you're like, "I got you, boo." If you call yourself boo. And the other day, I knew the night before I had set it all out. There was not a doubt in my mind. I put in the smiley glass cup. I put in the other one in a red solo cup. I had my ice. I put my lemon and my lime in my my water that I froze. I fill up a Shakeology shaker cup halfway. I drop some lemons and some limes and I freeze it overnight. So then after my run, that's literally, I think about that cold water that I'm going to get because where we live, it is very, very hot. So when I'm running, I'm thinking about that. So I have to do it the night before. The next morning, I swear ghosts came into my house and it was gone and I couldn't figure it out because I knew I had done it. I was very conscious about it. And I was so mad at my past self. But then my past self was talking to my future self. This is all inner dialogue. Like, no, 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 you did it. You did it. You did it. So then I'm looking in the washing machine. I'm like, maybe David took it out for some reason because he thought it was old or he thought it was not needed. He thought it was old and he's, sorry, he he thought it was old and he's a minimalist. So he's like, oh, I'm just cleaning out the garage fridge, refrigerator. So I asked him later, I said, "What, what happened? Did you do something with my smiley face, energize? Like, I was like, literally... I knew my past self hooked up my future self. Like, what happened? He's like, oh, I was filling up the water bottles in the refrigerator and it was in the way. So I put it on top of the fridge, but I forgot to take it, put it back in. Sorry about that. I was like, I knew it. I knew my past self had hooked up my future self. Now that's a very small example, but I like giving you small examples so then you can relate it to the big things. Like when you slow down, if if we're drinking or we're smoking or we're vaping, If we slow down on that now, then our future self sleeps better and thanks the past self for for making those choices. Getting checkups at the doctor, saving money, treating my future self like a friend and showing up for him or her is going to make that relationship stronger and wiser. But if I'm not showing up for my friend on Ruby Tuesdays on Tuesdays at 11 o'clock, my friend is going to start to lose trust in me. So you have that same relationship with yourself. I love using Ruby Tuesdays as an example. I have no idea why. But Ruby Tuesdays on a Tuesday at 11 a.m., I don't even think we have a Ruby Tuesdays around us. But if I'm going to show up for a friend at Ruby Tuesdays at 11 consistently, then my friend's going to start to trust me and know that I can be reliable. I have have her back. But if I start not showing up, I'm a no-show. I cancel. I make up excuses why I can't be there. I'm late. Then that relationship suffers between me and my friend, my friend and me. Sorry for grammar police. I am too, because she start she doesn't trust me as much because I could be I'm I'm known as being flaky, and she shouldn't because I'm not showing up consistently. So the same way you'd show up for a friend, once you start showing up for yourself in that same way, that's where confidence is growing. That's where that relationship gets better because of it. I'm always talking about how I'm doing Duolingo with my kids, and my Spanish is getting like better. I'm like shocked by it. And I have like a streak, and I'm so thankful to my past self for doing Duolingo. I think I'm on streak like 63, day 60, you no, know, 55, 63, somewhere in that. And I like today knew what sugar was. I didn't know what sugar was before 63 days ago. And it's hard, and I don't like it, but I know my kids are helping me stay accountable. So, I now have that relationship with my past self, and I'm like, thank you for doing those 63 days. And then, when I go to not do the thing, my brain says, ah, you can do it later. You can freeze your streak. You have a couple free passes. And then my brain says, nope, we're going to do it anyway because we're going to hook up the future Kelly. And that's on Duolingo. Think about if we apply this in all areas or the area that we're struggling in the most. Not to get overwhelmed and try to do it in all the areas. Think about that one area that is like, ooh, it's just needling at you and it's a poking at you and it's like, what are you doing? Get your act together, wherever that is, whether it's yelling, whether it's exercising, whether it's building the business, whether it's going on a financial diet, where it's stepping out of your comfort zone with your friends, where it's talking to that recruiter, where it's going to church more often or temple, whatever that is that's needle, at you, think about your future self, write a letter to him or her, and tell your future self how you are gonna have his or her back today. And it's gonna feel painful today, but it's gonna pay off tomorrow. And that, my friend, is how you grow a relationship with yourself. And when your relationship with yourself is stronger, your relationship with whoever's living with your four walls gets stronger. And the goal of all of it is to have more harmony in the home. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting boot camp, where we take all of this to the next level, and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really wanna fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.